Hey church, this is Pastor Matt Zola from Fern Creek Christian Church. So glad you're able to tune in with us today here on FC Radio. I hope this message encourages you in your walk of faith and helps you to become a better follower of Jesus. Check out our website at www.ferncreekcc.org and let us know how we can be praying for you. Here's the message. Okay, so when I was 17 years old, I met this man. I actually didn't meet him. I had known him my entire life. He was my brother's best friend. He had a really bad name for drugs and small crimes. And up until that point, um, I had never been in any type of trouble. And I thought that my uh, good character would uncorrupt him. And the opposite happened. Um, after about the first year, I began to do drugs very heavily. Um, I helped orchestrate some crimes. I didn't necessarily commit the crimes. I slowly began to lose myself to follow him. Um, he became my God. I would do anything that he wanted me to do. And there were lots of times that I knew what I was doing was absolutely wrong. Um, but I did it anyway. I did it because I thought our relationship was love. Um, the more I was around him, the more we were together, the more I began to act like he acted and to do the things that he did. He ended up becoming physically abusive. Um, he went to jail for domestic violence and I became really addicted to drugs. After I got to Kentucky, I had become very addicted to drugs and I still had this hope that even though he was four hours away, like that he was gonna change and that he was gonna do better. This guy who I thought was supposed to uh, save me didn't, and then he left me alone with a child. When I went to rehab, I had no desire on staying sober. I was in a lot of trouble. I was about to go to prison for six years, and I didn't wanna do that. We were having an in-house AA meeting, and um, they were talking about God. And I remember saying like, I don't even know if there is a God and I don't know who God is. And I went to the bathroom after the meeting and like I had this overwhelming feeling, like I didn't hear God say it, but I felt it. I felt him say, you know who I am. I'm not confused that as far down the wrong path I had went, the only one that was capable of saving me was God. So then, yes, once I uh, decided to get into recovery, I started meeting amazing people. I started coming to church here. Me and my son were actually baptized here together at this church. And now I try really hard, like I pay really close attention to who I surround myself with. Um, looking back, there's been times that I've corrupted people's character as well, and I definitely don't want to be that person anymore. Um, but I know that I can't afford to have people in my life who aren't good for me because my past shows that um, if I spend enough time around the wrong people that I will do what they do. The moment that I let God in, my world began to change for the better. Hey, let's give Mandy a hand for sharing her story. Wow. Welcome, uh, welcome to church, glad that you're here. If you're visiting with us, we're in a, a brand new series uh, we kicked off a couple weeks ago called Kings and Kingdoms, and we wanted Mandy to share her story because today's king um, is really all about making, making the wrong kind of friends. That's kind of where we're going. Um, so, so if you're, again, if you're kind of new, we're going through the books of First and Second Kings. Uh, today's king is a guy named Jehoshaphat. 
What a name, right? Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat's story is found in 1 Kings chapter 22, but it's also found in 2 Chronicles chapters 17, 18, 19, and 20. So just a little Bible factoid for you. When you're reading uh, 1 and 2 Kings, uh, most people say that Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah wrote 1 and 2 Kings. Um, and then you go to Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles overlaps 1 and 2 Kings. 2 Chronicles written by Ezra. So different, two different authors, but, but 2 Chronicles overlaps 1 and 2 Kings, right? So it fills in the gaps. So what we're going to, again, we're going to look a little bit at Kings. We're going to look a little bit at Chronicles to, to really talk about this, this guy, Jehoshaphat. Now, because of the sin of Solomon, take a look at this, at this slide on, on the screen with me. Because of the sin of Solomon, the nation of Israel is actually torn into two different countries, right? Let me see if I can get this. We have a little, little issue here. Uh, the, the kingdom is torn into two different countries. You got Israel in the north, and you got Judah down south. Now, Israel will be governed by 19 different kings. Not one of them will follow God. Not one of them will love God. So turn to your neighbor and say, not one. Not one, right? So in the north, no king loves God, no king follows God, and that's going to be very important for our story today. Now, Judah is in the south, and Judah will have 20 kings that will govern her. And of the 20 kings, only six will love God and follow God. So when you do the math in the divided kingdom and you put it all together, of the 39 kings, only 15% will love God and follow him. Now, that's horrible. That's horrible, and the nation is going to pay for that. The average rule for a godly king was 34 years. The average rule for a rebellious king was 18 years. So, so let that soak. I mean, living a, a moral life, living and loving God really has its rewards. And if you don't, immoral living, living away from God kind of has its own, own punishment, right? And Jehoshaphat's one of the good guys. Man, he's one of the good guys. Uh, he walks with God. He loves God. His daddy, Asa, also loved and followed God. So of the six kings that loved and followed God, two of them were a father and son. So, so Jehoshaphat grew up in a godly home, and he had a godly father, and he's going to be one of the good guys. He's not going to worship the idols. He's going to obey the commands of the Lord. He, he's going to send priests out to teach the people. This is how we relate to God. He shuts down sexual immorality in the country. He bans the temple prostitutes. He, he experiences an amazing miracle of God that you can read about in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. So he's one of the good guys. But even a godly man can stumble. Even a good guy can stumble, right? And Jehoshaphat struggles constantly with a chronic medical condition. And it flares up a lot over his life. And this chronic condition not only threatens his witness, it threatens his life. And the chronic condition that he suffers from, you ready for it? Brain freeze. That, that, that's what I call it, brain freeze. 
He's the king that has brain freeze. Now, I'm not talking about the brain freeze you get when you drink an icy too fast, right? The brain freeze I'm talking about is a sudden release of ignorance. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sudden releases of ignorance, brain freeze, right? When your brain goes offline and you do stupid stuff. We suffer from brain freeze all the time, many of us. Well, little examples, right? Like when you're looking for your glasses and you can't find them and you discover they're on top of your head. Brain freeze. When you're out at a restaurant and the waiter drops your food off and says, enjoy your meal, and you just look up and say, you too. Brain freeze. When you drive to Chick-fil-A on Sunday, brain freeze, right? Now, now again, little doses of brain freeze doesn't really impact anything, but when you, when you suffer huge brain freeze, man, that, that can threaten you, that, 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 can, that can damage you. And Jehoshaphat has one major brain freeze, and it pops up over and over and over again in his life, and it has to do with the same thing. You ready what his brain freeze is? He has friends in low places. That ought to be a line in a country song somewhere, right? But that's his problem. He hangs out with the wrong people. Kind of like what Mandy was talking about. He hangs out with the wrong people. Now, now let me show you what I mean. Look at 1 Kings chapter 22. Let me, let me break this down for you. 1 Kings chapter 22, look at verse 43. Jehoshaphat was a good king, followed the example of his father Asa. He did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. During his reign, however, he failed to remove all the pagan shrines, and the people still offered sacrifices and burnt incense there. Jehoshaphat also, read it with me, made peace with the king of Israel. Now maybe that, that doesn't hit you. Like, like you read about Jehoshaphat, and you're like, well, he didn't tear down all the shrines, and he didn't stop all the people. Well, well yeah. But the line that stands out, the line that really jumps out is he made peace with the king of Israel. Now, let me tell you why that's so bad. Israel was the kingdom of the north. How many kings loved and followed God in the north? Do you remember? Zero, zip, nada. Not one king loved God, followed God, and he's going to make peace with the king of the north. Now, do you know who the king of the north is? Ahab. Now, do you remember Ahab? You ought to remember Ahab. We talked about Ahab last week. Ahab is the king in the north that he's going to make peace with. Now, you think making peace, living in peace with the king, like, like that's good. Like we all, no, no, no. This went way deeper than that. Um, Ahab married Jezebel. Remember, we talked about they're the two OGs, the original gangsters of the Bible, right? I mean, they, they were killing the prophets of God. They killed Naboth and took his vineyard. They turned the hearts of the people away from God. They built pagan shrines for people to worship pagan gods. And instead of, they're evil people. And instead of staying away from evil, wicked people, Jehoshaphat aligns himself with them, parties with them, connects with them. And it's a horrible situation. Watch, watch what he does. Look at 2 Chronicles chapter 18, verse 1. Jehoshaphat enjoyed great riches and high esteem, and he made an alliance with Ahab of Israel by having his son marry Ahab's daughter. Now, now, now do you understand? Do you see the sudden release of mental ignorance? 
that this godly king makes. Let me illustrate it. If your daughter came home and she said, Dad, I've got a new boyfriend. I got somebody that, I, that I'm falling in love with. I want to see. We're going to go out. We're going to start dating. And, and you say to your daughter, well, tell, who, who is it? Well, Dad, he's tall, he's dark, and he holds this great position of influence. And all of a sudden, there's a knock on the door. And you open the door, and there stands Darth Vader, her date. Your daughter is now dating Darth Vader. Would you be good with that? Would you be like, well, yeah, come on. No, you'd be like, no, I don't, you, you got five seconds to get off my porch. I don't care if you do that Jedi chokehold thing. You got five seconds. To get, no way would you let your daughter date Darth Vader. Now, Ahab and Jezebel's daughter is called Athaliah. That, that's who his son is gonna, he's marrying his son into that family. Later in life, Athaliah encourages her son, Jehoshaphat's grandson, to walk in wickedness, to turn his back from God, and he does. Later in life, Athaliah will kill all of her grandchildren to take the throne for herself. This is a wicked woman who comes from a wicked family, and Jehoshaphat marries his son into the Sopranos. That's, that's what he's doing, right? And it doesn't take long for his son in that family to turn to the dark side. That son, the son of Jehoshaphat, will kill his own brothers when he becomes king to take over the throne. That son will abandon the God of his fathers. That son will do evil and will do wickedness. So much so that when Jehoshaphat's son dies, listen to what we read in 2 Chronicles 21. He reigned in Jerusalem, this is the son, eight years. No one was sorry when he died. They buried him in the city of David, but not in the royal cemetery. So man, he, his son was so corrupted. His son was so evil. When, when, when he died, no one was sorry. And when he died, they buried him outside uh, uh, the, the royal cemetery. Listen, when you hang out with the pigs, you're gonna stink. You're gonna get dirty. Now, 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 parents, you, you hear the story of Jehoshaphat, and you say, well, I'd never, I'd never make that mistake. I would never marry my child into such a, a dark family. I, I would never marry my child into bad company. But, but hear me, hear me. When you let your child hang out with bad company, man, that, that, that's a problem. That's dangerous. The Bible is very clear. Here, here's a great passage of scripture every parent ought to have memorized. 1 Corinthians 15, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. That is the word of the Lord. That is the word of God. If your kids are hanging out with the druggies and the goons, you better stop it. If your kids are dressing inappropriately because their friends are doing it, you better stop it. If your friends are hanging out with other people who are vandalizing, getting into trouble, you better stop it. Be careful who you let your kids rub shoulders with, who they connect with, because unholy alliances will not only impact them in the present, it can impact future generations down the line. And Jehoshaphat doesn't care. He marries his son into an ungodly alliance. It gets way worse than that. Jehoshaphat goes to see King Ahab. 
Ahab wants him to come up for a visit, and while he's there, he says, hey, would you go into battle with me? I, I want to I go fight these people. Would you, would you join me? Would you align with me? And Jehoshaphat says, well, absolutely. I'm in. Can't, you can count on me. We are one, you and I. <clears throat> he doesn't seek God's uh, you know, opinion on this. He just jumps in. After he jumps in, he says, well, <clears throat> I'm with you, but we probably ought to ask the Lord's opinion about this. So Ahab says, <clears throat> well, I've got, I got a bunch of prophets. Let's, let's get all the prophets together. So he gets all of his prophets together, and he says, should King Jehoshaphat and I go into battle together? Like a giant magic eight ball, they all go, it is decidedly so, right? And he says, well, see, look, look, all my prophets said that God gives us the green light. We ought to go ahead and go into battle. And Jehoshaphat says, well, wait a minute. These all are guys on your staff. And I get that they're going to tell you that. But I want to know, is there a real prophet? In it? Now, what does that tell you? What's that? He, he knows. He's like, is there, is there a real godly prophet in Israel today? And, and Ahab says, well, there's one guy, but he hates me. There's one guy, he, he's so nasty to me, he never has anything good to say to me or about me, and, and, and uh, Jehoshaphat says, bring him here. So they go get this prophet Micaiah, and Micaiah is a real prophet of God, and they bring Micaiah in, and, and they ask him, should we go into battle? And Micaiah, after a little sarcasm, Micaiah basically says to the kings, look at 1 Kings twenty two seventeen. He says, in a vision, you want to know if you, want, if you should go? He said, in a vision, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains like sheep without a shepherd. And the Lord said, their master has been killed. <laughs> Ahab turns to Jehoshaphat and says, see, I told you, he hates me. Every, all these other guys said we ought to go, and he's always the one, nasty to me, mean to me, doesn't say anything nice about me. And then Micaiah goes a step further. Micaiah just keeps talking. Micaiah said, I also saw a spirit say to the Lord, who will go and entice Ahab? Who will lie to him and entice him to get him to go into battle because that's where he's going to die? And a spirit said, I will come and I will, I will get the prophets of Ahab to deceive him. I'll get the prophets of Ahab to lie, to trick him into going into battle. And all the armies will be routed, and Ahab will die. And, and, and so here's where, again, Jehoshaphat suffers another brain freeze. He hears this true prophet of God, and he decides to go anyway. I, I, he, so, so he's like, you know, okay, well, I'm still, I, yeah, okay, I'm still in. I'm still going to go with you. Now listen, you know you're hanging out with the wrong people. When what they say and what they think goes against what God says and what God thinks. That's good. That's so good, I want to repeat it to you. You know you're hanging out with the wrong people when what they say or what they think is more important to you than what God says or what God thinks. And that's another mistake that Jehoshaphat's going to make. So he's hanging out with a dude that he shouldn't be hanging out with. He's in alliances with a guy that's not a godly man. And uh, the next part, I, I got to read it to you because you won't believe it. So they're going to go into battle. They get their armies together. And right before they go into battle, Jehoshaphat looks over, and this is what we read. Look at, the, look at 1 Kings twenty-two thirty. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, as we, as we go into battle... <clears throat> 
They're right there on the battlefield. As we go into battle, I am going to disguise myself so no one will recognize me. But you, you wear your royal robes so the king of Israel disguised himself and they went into battle. Now, I laughed. I laughed for about five minutes when I came to this because, because this, is, this, this is hilarious. I, let, let me explain this to you. When kings went out into battle, they, they stood out from everybody else. They wore their royal robes. They rode in their royal chariot. They had their crown on their head. So they, everybody on their team could see this is where the king is, and we're going to rally to him. We're going to protect him and defend him, right? So you could always see where the king was on the battlefield. Now, the last thing Ahab heard Micaiah say was what? You're going to die. You're going to die. So as they're preparing for battle... I just picture it in my mind. There's Jehoshaphat in his robes and in his crown and in his candy apple red chariot getting ready. And he looks over and here comes Ahab pulled up. He's got black paint all over his face. He's got camo top, camo bottom. He's not got, doesn't have his crown on. He's riding in some broken down hoopty chariot. He looks just like everybody else. And Ahab pulls up and says, hey, as we go into battle, I'm going to disguise myself, but you, give me your crown. Let me polish that crown of yours up. You keep your royal robe on. You ride in that. But listen, Cousin Eddie wouldn't have been that stupid. I mean, do, do you understand what's going on? When you hang out with the wrong people, you get bitten by the stupid bug. And Jehoshaphat's like, okay, you disguise yourself. I'll ride in like I'm the king for everybody. Ahab didn't care about Jehoshaphat, didn't care about him. All he cared about was himself. And listen, some of us have friends like that. Some of us have, have people that we think they care about us, but they could care less about us. Again, I got a great passage that every Christian ought to memorize. It's 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. And again, I'm just saying, some of us have people in our lives that are toxic. Again, we, they, we, we, we look at them, we say, well, well, maybe they, I think they care, but they don't care anything about us. They don't care a thing about us. And some of us have friends like Ahab that, that they, they're toxic and they just bring all kinds of drama and all kinds of chaos into our lives. <clears throat> hey, you go by the pot, I'll stand over here and I'll be the lookout. Okay, okay. Uh, hey, we ought to go break into that house and see what's inside. Okay. Well, we all do that. Yeah. Hey, if you love me, you'd have sex with me. Oh, okay. I guess I should do that. You know, I, I need you to lie for me and cover for me. Oh, okay. I'll do that. You said we got some of us have people in our lives that guilt us, manipulate us, use us, condemn us, hurt us. And like Jehoshaphat, we just go along with it. We just smile and wave, and we go right along with this toxic, horrible relationship. And I'm just telling you, there are consequences when we do that. So, man, so they go into battle. And again, I got to read it to you because you wouldn't believe it. Look at 1 Kings 22, 31. So they go into battle. Ahab's all disguised. Jehoshaphat's in his robes. Verse 31. Meanwhile, on the other side of the battlefield, the king of Aram 
had issued these orders to his 32 chariot commanders. Attack only Ahab. Only attack the king of Israel. Don't bother with anyone else. So the Armenian chariot commanders saw Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, in his royal robes, they went after him. Oh, there's the king of Israel, they shouted. But when Jehoshaphat, ah, Jehoshaphat's going, no, it's not the king. I'm the king of Judah. It's not, don't shoot me. Don't come after me. And the chariot commanders realized he's not the king of Israel. They stopped chasing him. I mean, that's what unholy alliances do. That, that toxic friendship that friendship with a guy in low places almost cost him his life. And there, be, there may be some toxic friendships in your life. Man, Mandy talked to us about a toxic relationship in her life that almost cost her her entire life. And, and I know you got friends who, who you like, but they're still toxic. That doesn't take away their toxicity. So listen, the Bible is clear. Be careful who you rub shoulders with. Be careful who you align with. So, so, so as, as the battle's going on, Jehoshaphat escapes. Now check this out. Some dude on the other side of the Armenian side, he, he, he takes a bow, takes an arrow, and he's like this. He's just like, woohoo, and he lets an arrow fly. Ran, random arrow. And on this battlefield where Ahab's trying to hide, this arrow goes up in the air, comes down into his chariot where he's hiding, pierces just the right spot in between his armor and mortally wounds him and it's gonna kill him. Which is another great lesson. You can't hide from God. You can put black makeup on your face. You can wear camo. You can hide out. But God knows where you are. You can't hide anything from him. He has an eye that sees it all. So now you would think after a situation like this where Jehoshaphat, man, is like, man, I, I, need, to, I need to stop hanging out with, with, with horrible people, right? It would have been a brick to the head. Nope, nope, he suffers brain freeze again, right? Let, let, let me read it to you, look at Second Chronicles chapter 20, 35. Sometime later, King Jehoshaphat of Judah made an alliance with King Azahiah of Israel, who was very wicked. Again, another unholy alliance. Together they built a fleet of trading ships, so they're gonna go into business together at the port of Ezion Geber. Then Eleazar, son of Dovadu, from, man, all these names, from some other place, prophesied against Jehoshaphat. This prophet came and he said, listen, because you've aligned yourself with this evil king, you've, you've gotten to cahoots, you went into business with King Azahiah, the Lord will destroy your work. So the ships went, met with disaster and were never put out to sea. So, so another brain freeze, another mental lapse, Another ungodly alliance. This time it was a business deal. Now, do you know who King Azahiah is? Let me tell you who he is. You got evil King Ahab. You got evil King Ahab's daughter, Athaliah, who Jehoshaphat married his son to. King Azahiah is Ahab's son. So again, he's dealing with the Soprano family, right? And I've got a passage of scripture that every Christian businessman, every Christian businesswoman ought to have memorized. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Do not be misled. Bad company does what? Corrupts good character. It's true. Listen, listen. Be careful who you do business with. 
Be careful who you sign contracts with. Be careful who you hire. Be careful who you lend money to. Be careful who you let drive your car. Be careful who you let into your home. Now, I am not saying that shady people don't need Jesus. No, they need Jesus. I'm saying you better be careful. And if you ever have to choose between following Jesus and following your friend, you better always follow Jesus. Now, when we look at Jehoshaphat, and we see that, man, he had brain freeze after brain freeze after brain freeze. We sit back and we say, well, the boy find, the boy's a few fries short of a happy meal, right? Will he learn? Will he ever learn his lesson? And yes, he does. He finally learns bad company corrupts good character. And let me show you how we know that. Look at 1 Kings 22, 49. At one time, Ahaziah, son of Ahab, had proposed to Jehoshaphat, let my men sail with your men in the ships. But Jehoshaphat refused the request. Now again, this is the same king Ahaziah that he wanted to build, this, build all these fleets with. They never set sail. After that, Jehoshaphat sailing some other ships that he built, and Ahaziah comes along and says, can my men jump on the ship? Can, my, can my, my men hitch a ride? And finally, Jehoshaphat says, no, I've had enough. Take the next boat. I'm not, we, we are not going to sync up anymore together. Now, now, the lesson today, man, is simple. It's simple. Are there any toxic people in your life? Are there any relationships that you've got right now in your life where you look at it and you're like, man, this is trouble. This has been bad news. This has not been good for my witness or my walk. There may be some people in your life that are endangering your life, endangering your finances, endangering your family, endangering your witness. And Jehoshaphat was one of the good guys. Man, he was, he was failing over and over and over because he, he, he made these alliances with evil, wicked people. I, at some point, you gotta look at these friendships in your life that are toxic. And yet at some point, God say, listen, I value my name over notoriety. I value my witness more than my wallet. I will choose purity over popularity. And I pray today that you and I would learn from King Jehoshaphat that bad company always corrupts good character. Let me pray for us.